What up, Brad fans? How we all doing? Hope you are doing well, staying healthy, staying safe wherever you're at. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, and this episode, we're joined by two, two familiar voices at this point, uh, Jared and Coleman, good friends of the show from back in Canada, um, joined to talk about coronavirus apps, tracing apps, and the relaunch of sports. That's what we intended to talk about and you know when these two guys are involved it's going to go off on some tangents it's going to get a little silly so it did so that involved tangents into tiktok uh and a lot of dunking on the u.s so my apologies to any of our american fans that are listening we do love you you'll get your shout out at the end and how we really enjoy coming to your country but woof does it from the outside looking in, it does not look pretty right now. And I think the guys in Canada are probably wondering about whether that border should just uh, remain closed for just a little bit longer there. So, like I said, the main theme, the main idea was coronavirus coronavirus apps and you know sports, the relaunching of sports and how that's going to go. But it went a few different places. Like I said, these guys are fun to talk to. Gets a little silly. We had a lot of fun. Um, so if you don't like any of the jokes you heard, or you think it's too juvenile, uh, tweet at them, not at me. Don't tweet at, don't tweet at the show, at 2 brad for you or don't message us on Instagram, also at 2 brad for you. Don't go to the website, 2 wordpresscom and leave a comment on the comment form. Only go to those places at 2 brad for you or 2 brad for you.wordpress.com if you want to leave a message about sports opening up what do you think or about the contact tracing apps or whether they should keep the canadian border closed that's the kind of stuff i want to hear that's the kind of stuff we want to get here in the messages in the tweets you know what if people like i've always said if you got questions we'll we'll address them on the show doesn't matter We'll, uh, we'll do our best to address any comments, questions, and that stuff we get on the show. Um, could become a theme where we uh, take your tweets and read them out. Other than that, uh, follow the show wherever you're getting your pods. Rate us, uh, subscribe, leave a comment there. Uh, that always helps us out, boosts our profile, boosts our, our numbers, etc. So do that because you're sick of hearing me talk about it uh i'm not gonna stop talking about it but maybe you won't feel a little twinge of guilt when i do talk about it or maybe you don't care at all either way i want to thank you for listening i want to thank you for putting up with that all these notices and without anything else with no further blathering on from me here's uh, my conversation with good friends of the show jared cuthbertson and coleman wilkinson We got a we got a variety of beverages going on here. We got a full house, almost a full house in the podcast in the podcast room. Um, today we have well, you know these guys. Everyone's everyone who's listened to this show now knows who these characters are over on the west coast. Jared, mm-hmm. what's up? How's it going? What's up, what's up? And in the frozen north, God's country, as some call it, Coleman up in Edmonton. Oh, I th- thank you for having me. I'm on this show too <laughs> often. Much no. People are people are probably tired of me. I'm going to retire after this one. Well, we'll see. 
but maybe we'll have to retire you. I don't know. But uh, I assume you guys are fired up and ready to talk about some stuff, ready to get, get into it, get into the weeds, get into the real issues, as they say. Or is it way yeah. too early in the morning? I'm going to have a, uh, a reasoned approach to the, the conversations here. <laughs> Not coming too hot. All right, we'll ease into it then. We'll go straight with coronavirus contact tracing apps. Is the government out to steal your data? Ooh. Yes. 100%. 100%. <laughs> All right, we have two yeses. Let me <laughs> let me let me start this. We'll go around Jared first and then Coleman. Do you currently have a contact tracing app? No. Did you try one? No. Coleman. I uh, I don't have one. I did try one. And I uh <laughs> I uh, got rid of it cuz it was killing my phone battery. Because mm. I don't have an electrical outlet near my couch, and I can't hook my phone up to charge it when I'm on my couch. <laughs> <laughs> so your phone battery means more to you than your fellow citizens' lives. Got it. All right. Um, and if you're on your couch, it's not really doing anything. It's more about when you're out and about. But here's the yeah, thing. We know, so, we know no one's near you on your couch, Coleman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. That's it's, a solo pursuit, isn't it? It's really mean, <laughs> but it's ultimately accurate. <laughs> well when you do finally find someone to to get close to you canada will have a, a contact tracing app i think it's ontario is rolling out the pilot of it and then it'll be sort of a nationwide thing so coleman the one you had was the alberta there was like an alberta version that they tried to roll out which i wouldn't trust the alberta government with my data that's for sure it was expensive it, too the you only had to pay for it I uh, no, I didn't pay for it. Well, technically, I did because I am a taxpayer sometimes. But mm. uh, the government paid for. It. I forget off my top. It is fairly expensive. It's. I think they yeah. still have it. Yeah, it's still out there. <sighs> Lurking, well, still out there. We won't. Uh, we'll save that for the politics one. Another great use of money by mm. the Alberta government. Yeah. But uh, there's really Germany has one, and I was, of course, you know, like I talk about it, data privacy and shit all the time, and then. So I was like kind of being the person that's like, I don't know, should I get this app? Should I not get this app? And then friend of the podcast, Dr. Dom over here in Germany, I was hanging out with him and he made a very good point. He's like, if you're worried about data privacy, you already use Google. You've been fucked. You all, yeah, you, you already have all this stuff. He's yeah. like, this is not going to be anything Quit. more. Yeah. And that's a good you, point. Yeah. Quit trying to wear a condom when you've just been getting raw dogged by big data. <laughs> Like, <laughs> it's like, too late. Without it's you knowing it, too late. Yeah, you've got yeah, HIV. Yeah. I like the idea is I don't want, and it's mostly like people complain about the location stuff. It's like they don't want the government knowing where they are. I'm like, they probably know where you are most of the time anyway. Yeah, <laughs> like they have your address. They know where you are. But again, so, I think. Go ahead, Brad. Well, I was just going to break down the two different types of apps, but go for it, Jared. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, my thing, um, actually, no, no, to talk about what you're going to talk about, because I think what I was going to say feeds into that, so. Okay, well, because here's the thing, because there is two, basically, there's, and you maybe you heard about this, but it's like, there's the centralized and decentralized approach to building these apps. These are the two things. Most of the countries in Europe, Germany, the UK, Canada as well, are going with the decentralized um, version. So the differences between the two is basically the centralized version means that all the data is stored on one server and that the government 
or public health authority or whoever's running it has access to that. So that's the less private option, but it's probably the better option in terms of keeping the virus you know, actually succeeding in what it's claiming to do. And the decentralized one is good for privacy, but may not, likely won't be as good for, you know, contact tracing. So the reason is that in the centralized version, this is like, you can also think of them as like centralized is, would be like a true contact tracing app. And the decentralized is more of an exposure notification app. So centralized one, the actual contact tracing is like, when you test positive, it shows up in the system. And then the health authorities can then send a notification to everyone that your phone has been in contact with. And because they have that data and where you've been, they can actually follow up with those people. And they can actually like say like, okay, you were, you know, on this bus or whatever, or you seem to be in a, you know, a, near all these phones, we're going to, you know, focus on that on them because they're probably a higher risk of actually getting it from you and see if they get sick and so on and so on. So they actually have that data and then they try and like anonymize it. So it's like there's you can't just go through and, and see everything. Like it's a little difficult to, you know, build sort of your social network and your movement. Like that's the thing, right? Like it's like they could see, oh, this person hangs out with phone A all the time. Mm -hmm. And he's with phone B all the time. And that's how they, you, in a, you know, the paranoid people about data privacy and, and security is they can start to be like, okay, now they can see who I'm hanging out with. And as soon as that person is not anonymous Murdered. anymore, exactly. Well, or, who gonna, you know, who, who's doing look at first dudes cheating on their wives, you know, there's going to be yeah. a lot of that, you know, dudes um, be cheating on their wives. They do do that a lot. Yeah. Now they'll be caught out and, you know. Sold but, out um, by the very phone that they use to make those hookups happen. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. His adult friend finder. And now <laughs> turned back on them. <laughs> Betrayed by the very Betrayed, betrayal yeah. app. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now all the cheaters right now are just deleting think, it off their phone. I think so also another centralized one. That's but, really why yeah. I deleted it. So my wife. But I think also <laughs> another issue, though, is that like if you like whether you have the app, um, if it's like iOS based or Android based, Google and Apple are also collecting that data, right? So it's yes. not just the government. So now you have like a private company that is, I mean, which they collect our data anyways, right? But yeah, I mean, once again, so now you can see who you're hanging out with and then they can sell that data, right? Yeah. And, and, and like fur further mold your data, you know, whatever their fucking fingerprint is to you know, preemptively start selling you wedding shit before you knew you were getting, you know, married yeah. or even proposed. Yeah, yeah. Like, wow, I've been hanging out with this girl a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's you about know? time. Google's yeah. like, it's about, it's about time. It's about time. Come on. <laughs> it's Lay off time. me. Her parents are waiting. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, if you don't think that's how they're going to use the data, like. Well, so, so here's the thing. So then here's the here's the the decentralized approach, the the exposure notification app. And this is the one that was set up by the infrastructure of it was set up by Google and Apple in partnership. And the way that it works is that it's the same thing. Both use this. Both are going to use Bluetooth to see what phones you're around. So you're when you have the app and it's on, you're constantly your Bluetooth is just sending out this you know, signal just being like, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. And the other ones are doing that and they're listening. And when there's a, when there's a connection, when there's a contact, 
it stores it. It stores that data as like these two phones were in contact. And they say that they can do it like um, they can get signal intensity strength. So they know how more or less how right. close you are. So they can kind of gauge like risk in that way. Like dog shit. I doubt that's there's a lot of problems. Yeah, there's a lot of problems with that. I was reading some papers that were like, you know, if if you're if there's metal shelves around like a grocery yeah. store in a bus, they tested it in a bus and it was like it couldn't tell at all how close you were like it said that everyone was not that close when yeah. really they were sitting like right next to each other if anything interferes um, with the signal at all yeah it throws it off yeah but anyway it it works and then it says like you know you're within this zone right like so you get this thing so but the decentralized thing is what it's doing is it's just storing that data on the phone on your phone so there's no central server that's collecting all that mm -hmm. data now when someone tests positive it's up to them to put that information into the app. So then yeah. you get a positive test and here in Germany, they'll give you like a QR code with your test. So you can't just be an asshole and just be like, I tested positive and just like start fucking with people yeah. over and over. You know, so the, doctor, the, the, the doctor has to do it, right? No, you, get, like... you get this special QR code oh, okay. that can only be used once or whatever, you know, I don't know. I don't know exactly how that works, but it's supposed to be that there's safeguards in place that you can only upload your positive tests once and only you can do it. Um, but this is, again, you're relying on people to do this, right? This is where it's less effective in terms of being an actual contact tracer because yeah, there's no more, you know, I'm, I'm assuming you, if you, you downloaded can, the app, you're going to do this. But anyway, so you, you, you can put, rely on people to be responsible, to wear masks, to yeah. just, you know, self-isolate. Just look at the U.S. They're an example of, you know, just you know, just a, a country coming together and people taking personally res personal responsibility. So I think this is going to work out really well when they roll that out in the States. You know, there's been no issues. Everybody's just like, yeah, like I got to do my part. Sure, it's a little inconvenient for me, but it, it's for the greater good. And I think uh, the U.S. is a glaring example of how that's really working well. Right. I was going to use like Norway or something like this, but you're right. You're absolutely right. I, They're leaders of the free world for, an example, yeah, for a reason. That's right. Um. So when you put your you put when you put your your positive test in, basically then you have to again like allow permission that that the data the contact data that was stored on your phone can then be transmitted. So then you have a list of all the phones that you came in contact with that were on your phone. Now gets sent to like a central place and then pushed out to the whole app. And then everybody's phone, everyone who has the app phone cross references that list with their list. And if you've come in contact with that phone, that's now been positive, it'll give you a notification and say within the, it, and it gives you the date, but doesn't give you the hour mm. to try and again, keep people yeah. anonymous. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously if you're Coleman and you're, you see like one person a week, it's, you're yeah. probably going to know who it was. Very obvious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're, and uh, she, she wants to remain anonymous. The person that's <laughs> delivering your chow mein noodles. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> who could afford, who could, who could afford chow mein noodles in this economy? What's the I big say one? We in do, I say we do the opposite when we're trying to keep like these uh, people with COVID uh, anonymous. I say we publicly shame them as much yeah, as right. possible. Put them in a stockard. And... Yeah. And then and we uh, all throw tomatoes at them. Mm -hmm. Alberta will throw crude oil at them. Yeah, we have so much of it right enough. now. We'll splash it on them. <laughs> Tar and so you guys weren't responsible.
<laughs> so then so yeah so that's how it works but then there's no like the app will basically give you recommendations like okay you've come in contact and like i said they're going to try and give you some risk ass assessment based on like the duration of that contact and the you know how well it judges how close you were to that contact and then it'll say like you know go get tested or self-isolate or you know but again that is up to you to do that so it's really like you know up to the people yeah but in that way the government cannot look at you know who you've been hanging out with where you've been and it doesn't track your location at all it just tracks these contacts and i think it's like it's constantly switching the id like this encrypted id number that it's putting pushing out there to identify the devices mm -hmm. they're constantly switching every 14 days it gets erased all the data gets erased and then resets and stuff like this so in terms of privacy i've, I've found a number of articles that was talking about like you know hacker groups and things like this being like it's pretty like in terms of privacy it's pretty good if somebody wanted to break into it of course they probably could but it's way harder to use the data but then it is basically, this is just like the app that, you know, you, if you don't want to have to make the, the embarrassing, maybe I got an STI call to all of your previous partners, mm -hmm. you know, this is, this is the app that does that for you. So believe that I had to do that. I phone every sexual partner I had, and those are the scariest two phone calls I've ever made. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I was say it's been on righty and lefty, or what? Yeah, yeah. someone that's been on both ends of that phone call. There's no good way to do it. <laughs> both both sides are very uncomfortable. No one's happy about it. If there right. was an app that I could just send that out, it would make my life a lot easier. Right there, you go. So that's basically this app. So that's why it's an exposure. Um, notification app rather than a true contact tracing app because there's mm -hmm. no there can be no follow-up so in terms of getting data like the public health authorities being able to like come to your house and be like hey you did you get the message you should probably you know yeah, come yeah. get tested or whatever it's all relying on people to do it themselves which in some places you know i yeah. think people will do that like and the jury is still out in terms of whether it whether it will be effective or not like i can see a case for it in terms of like there's a limited number of people that yeah. are going to be i mean they're hiring tons of people to do this contact tracing at least in germany they are it's like a hundred thousand people maybe or something like that Damn. um but you know if I you just get, ask somebody on, on that yeah if you need a job it's got to smuggle me over to germany somehow yeah yeah it's pretty easy um <laughs> but uh you know you would try and like you're when you're doing it with humans obviously you're relying on someone to be like okay i saw you know this person this person this person i went to this restaurant i went to that restaurant and then you send out a team of people to just track those people down you know and, hunting the most dangerous yeah. game of all that's exactly yeah. infected humans oh, okay. <laughs> you know what this sounds great I, I, that sounds like a good that'd be a fun job Dude, as I think it'd that, be a fun job too. Hunting. As someone that's uh, actively been hunt hunted German. and hunted men for sport, <laughs> it is a good time. <laughs> someone who's been on both sides of the fence. Someone's again. been on both sides uh, <laughs> of being hunted. Uh, I have no complaints about it, really. Exhilaration yeah. on both sides. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh. the talk about the responsibility thing. I think it's going to, everything in this pandemic, we're going to look back. And if you have leadership in place that's been very consistently staying on message that uh, this is a serious issue and social distancing is important and so on and so forth like the population is 
probably going to respond well to these sorts of things. Um, if you have a leader that's like in the States, for example, they're probably not oh. going to use these apps and not be Dude, responsible. I can take your <laughs> rhetoric and kick rocks, bud. All right. Yeah. Trump, this isn't a podcast uh, for he's been, it's been a consistent, it's been consistency of the message. And if you, right. if you yeah, show me, I if you can show me any proof, Coleman, <laughs> any, you know, contradictory to that, fine. <laughs> but if you can find one shred of video evidence, I would be shocked. Shocked. Well, I remember back in the day, he said it would be gone by Easter. And no, he was, turned out to he, be true. No, he was joking around. That was a, oh, that's doing, right. That's true. Anything doing one of his vaudeville routines. App. Anything As I say on this uh, on this podcast that later turns out to be a lie, I was just kidding. I was just kidding. I've not. <laughs> Except if you ask me being. if I'm kidding, I'm going to say that I never kid. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but I also sometimes kid. It's up to you to figure that's it like out. A genius, yeah, you'll always it's a get genius it way to like run your life. Just like just confusion, so no one can ever mm -hmm. like. You're just a fucking slippery squid. No one can peg you down. Dude, it's people call it genius, but it's also it's also just how that like one asshole kid that you grew up yeah. with, you know, in elementary school acted yeah. all the time. Oh, I didn't mean that. I was just kidding. I was just kidding. Yeah, just uh, a prank. I didn't I actually thought... I didn't actually prove it. I know you are, but what am I? It's like, ugh. Yeah. When I saw someone on like it was on Twitter was talking about it. it's like those group projects we had to do in university when there's like <laughs> one or two people that did like all the work. Yeah. And yeah. there's just like one asshole that's just on the like weighing everyone down it's like that's the like in canada we were had a group project that we were lar largely successful on yeah and then you look at the states it's like <laughs> a couple people really fucked this up for them <laughs> i'd say like most they, people yeah like they showed up on presentation day and did not get their slides done at all yeah yeah so yeah i don't know we'll see like the epidemiologist people the eggheads in the lab so to barely speak, a science uh aren't sold on this kind of thing. And I've seen a number of people on Twitter and stuff saying like, you know, this, it's typical that you, Silicon Valley thinks yeah. they can just swoop in and like tech, tech your way out of this. Oh, we'll just build an app. Yeah. And it's like, to me, I see it as like, it can't hurt. So I downloaded the one here in Germany. Cause like, like I said, after I kind of got shamed by my friend Dom over here, I was like, you know what? You're right. I just like, what's the harm? Mm -hmm. My data is already out there. This one doesn't appear that the government is going to get, and I'm not even one of those people that's super mistrustful really give of the a government. Shit. Listen, you know, I don't really care too much what the government's doing with my data, but I do care more so. I think about like setting a precedent. Like it's you know, very mm -hmm. rarely does the government relinqu relinquish any sort of control, right? When like you know, once you have like you know a bit of a like you, know, you it's like oh we're okay giving our data to the government, whatever. Flash forward ten years, you know. They could actually like taking very sensitive information. Right. So then this is the question, like two questions that come up for me when I was thinking about this stuff is like, who would you, who would you trust more with your data? Google, Apple, yeah. or the government? Well, at least Google's going to recommend then good also, products for me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's all they're going to do. That's all they're doing, That's all they're with, doing that. with that. That's right. Um, uh, and then the other thing is like, what's, and this is why in the end I, I downloaded the app because I was like, yeah, you know, we all got to make a decision on what, you know, what's the, is the juice worth the yeah. squeeze as they say. And for me, I weighed it and I was like, you know what, if I can help out in any way, yeah. why not? Although now that I have it, I'm like, when I go outside, I'm like 
more worried because if I got a notification yeah. that told me to like, you know, self quarantine for 14 days, I'd be like, fuck. Yeah. Especially I if I got like a trip planned or something or something. Well, I, I would think be it, like, mm, I never saw that. Mm. It'd be better if you got the notifications like right away being like, you just like someone phones you. It's like, Jesus Christ, Brad, there's someone five feet from you. that's got COVID. Go, go, yeah. go. So this is, I was, I was unaware of how the app worked and I was hanging out with, again, my friend Dom and a friend Uzka here and they were talking about it and we were sitting uh, outside at a beer garden having a beer. And I was like, wait, so does the app like do exactly what you just said, Coleman? And I was like, are, is it on? And like, <laughs> you're just going to walk in a room and everyone's phone's just going to be like, bzz, 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 yeah. bzz, bzz, bzz. and then everyone turns and looks at you. Yeah. <laughs> or you just like, you turn around and all of a sudden there's a guy in a trench coat with his hat down low so you can't see his yeah. face. And he's like, you yeah, gotta get out of here, Brad. Yeah. Tackled <laughs> you into a van. It's like, there's a guy over to your right that's got COVID. Don't look. Don't look at him. Just get up, yeah. pay your bill and leave. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cover your mouth and get out of there. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, it seems like one of those ones that it's like worst case scenario, it, it worst case scenario gives people a, a false sense of security. And I know that this is another thing that all the researchers and health professionals are saying is that like, we don't want to give people a false yeah. sense of security. But this is also one of the things they said about mask wearing at the beginning, too, when there was the whole mm -hmm. to mask or not to mask. Yeah. And they were like, well, you know, masks might give people a false sense of security or, you know, this or that. I don't know. I guess you do. It comes down to you just got to kind of trust the people. It's funny the the people that are doing the centralized approaches. Uh, Norway, mm -hmm. I think, has a centralized approach, which kind of fits my stereotype yeah. of them, you know, being very trustful of their government and like, you know, hey, let's just do this. It's going to work for us and we'll be yeah, fine. So it's called the, um, yeah, it's Big Brother. Big Brother is nice. Yeah. <laughs> who is, who, who is not to like our Big Brother? Big Brother is there for you. Think, yeah, this is a good thing. Huh? I think we both just did an Austrian yeah. accent. Yeah, but, you know, you, you get, get it. You generic get it. It's European. foreign. Yeah, you guys, yeah. You guys is a handful I can't of do a good uh, Norwegian getting, you know. listeners are dropping off pretty quickly yeah. now after this podcast. <laughs> I would also see it, you know, a stereotype fitting for the Norwegians of them going with a decentralized approach because they just trust everyone in their society to That's do true. the right thing. Yeah, That also makes sense to me. South Korea, I think the mm -hmm. same thing. I think their app was centralized, I believe. Yeah. Germany, they were like, no way, we're not doing... They think they started saying they were going to do a centralized one and the German people were like, no, not going to happen. Yeah. And there's obvious historical reasons as to why... <laughs> <laughs> China, I love, they have I love, one person for every other. Yeah, to watch just and rat them out silently. <laughs> I did. I remember I was talking to someone in there when this thing first started, and they were like, "We should do what China did." And I'm like, "Did you read what China yeah. did?" It's like they Weld were people to isolate people. They were welding yeah. fire escape or fire doors on apartment buildings shut. It's like that might fly in China, but I don't know if they're going to be able to do that China. in Calgary. <laughs> you do really good things yeah. in China. <laughs> Ugh, yeah, but I mean, China's already building a, a massive you know, system like this, mm -hmm. not just for contact tracing, just for like, you know, just for anti-government yeah, exactly. activity tracing. Well, I mean, not to get yeah. too off topic, but I just read this uh, an article um, based off a of, uh, somebody who uh, back engineered the TikTok app, hmm. right? Which is a Chinese company. That's a classic Chinese movie. Yeah, Chinese company China, that China. runs off of uh, runs on Chinese servers, and lo and behold, they are taking all of your data. 
like this guy who was like, yeah, that's I don't put that on your phone unless you want the Chinese government like having full control of your data. He's like here. Yeah, it would yeah, like, if, like if you're not doing anything. Yeah. If you're not doing anything wrong, you have nothing to fear from the Chinese government, right. though. I mean, for I mean, unfortunately, yeah. for the Chinese government, it's mostly children on it. I don't know what they're doing with all this data, but. Well, didn't you see that South Park where the Japanese were using toys to? Oh, that's right. Brainwash the American children. That's a good to, call. To bomb Pearl Harbor. Is this is TikTok yeah. a Chinese government psyop? Probably. Let's put a pin in that. I think it's pretty close, actually. It it would make sense yeah. when you look at like they probably just saw all the chaos that was caused in 2016 with Facebook and yeah. they're like, hmm, hmm, we need to get in on this game. Yeah, it's not that hard to take over like the U.S. attention or the I guess the North American attention span. You just yeah. have to put out an app that puts 30 second videos. And listen, I I want to get people love. I want to get TikTok so bad. Like it is a freak <laughs> show. Like there's like. There's a side of TikTok where it's like, you know, teens doing dances. And then there's like the side where it's like mentally unwell people in like the deep south. Just just, mm. be, just being freaks. It's like, yeah, it's just freaks. The other half is just freaks. Playing army. Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, yeah. It's Listen, that, that's a whole other episode I think we could get into is talking about TikTok and the different subgroups that arise on that. The it subgenres is, of TikTok? Yeah. Yeah, I gotta say, I actually, I do have TikTok because uh, my friend kept sending me the videos and I just, I signed up because I'm kind of with like this, this privacy thing. I'm kind of just tired of it, tired of having privacy. Yeah. So I just gave off my information to the Chinese government. <laughs> and I follow, there's this one guy. Somehow, the the offensive... The offensive accents you guys are pulling out. That's like two of them now. See, that My was more God. a Japanese accent. Uh, so you, you double down on it not being accurate, and then it's not offensive. <laughs> right? Right. Um, the one I follow, I follow this one guy. He just does like these gardening videos and like talks about how like he's planting a, like re repotting a plant. And all he talks about is how um, it's like when we plant things, we learn that we can control everything in our lives. And sometimes you have to be patient. And it's just like really nice. And then uh, the next video you go to will be like this guy pouring beans down his pants and like <laughs> running down the street. <laughs> yeah, man, it's fucking it's wild. Like, which video is better? It's hard to say. I got, I, I got, yeah. I got a lot of introspection out of both videos. Yeah. So both are life lessons, tracing, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty nice. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess it like I don't know. Would it make sense, like you know, for a country like the U.S. that's having people that's struggling to get people on board, mm -hmm. but everybody's using these apps? They could just like plug out some messages, you know, through those through those apps. Like, yeah. come on, everybody, wear a mask, or you know, do this, do that. But then I guess I don't know. America's just such a different case, yeah. and that's the thing is that a wild card. This man. is a, another question. <laughs> they're a wild card like you just don't know which way they're gonna fucking swing <laughs> with a handgun no. like it's very unpredictable <laughs> hard to read but um, it's like i don't know and i don't just speak from edmonton we have so few like cases coming out these days that like last weekend there was like one guy or i forget what it was either it's like someone working or someone went to like three bars in uh 
downtown on a Saturday night and it was just like one person and it was like huge news and everyone knew about mm-hmm. it that if you were like at these bars you needed to go get tested and it's like I don't know if we really need the app if like news is going to get out that quickly if like we n- apparently know every single person if they have it or if they don't like, that brings up a question about like the news media how did they get the test result for like a pot like how did they find out that somebody I don't know positive was, and then go I, around shaming yeah you know good call because I went out for like the first time in like months and then uh someone texted me and is like well did you hear that like uh all these other bars they shut down for the day and they only shut down for the day even the government told them like you don't have to shut down like only one person came in but they all shut down for the day and cleaned everything so that's how fast news is traveling here i think in like a country like germany or like a big city like vancouver it's probably different we just don't have anything to do here so we know everything about (laughs) like i don't just, just like i mean I think they got like just around like 20 new cases a day, I think, in BC, like on average. And in the whole province. In the whole province. And it's, it's like that's, you know, in a province. How many people are in BC? Like, like probably four. No one knows. Yeah, yeah no, one, no, no one can them. count that high. Um, but the highest we number, count the the highest number people, I could think of is there's at least people in the mountains, it's very hard. 480 people. That's the highest number I can think of. <laughs> but <laughs> show me a higher I number. I don't try know, and count but, them, but they move. Yeah, but yeah, like if you, if you if you go if you go to bar or something, yeah, you put your name down with your phone number, right? And then if there's you know an outbreak, if somebody had it in the bar, they figure it out. Then they phone everybody, you know, that was in yeah. the restaurant that day or whatever. And and, so and, and, and and they can narrow it down to the time as well. It's just like an analog version of the tracing app, essentially, right? Right. So you're doing that in Vancouver. Yeah. They're doing that. Yeah. Every restaurant, yeah. every bar. Does they do that, that here yeah. too. We yeah, don't you, do that in Alberta. No, I don't expect them to do <laughs> yeah, that. Don't fringe on me. <laughs> I live I live in the most liberal part of Alberta, and we are not doing that. <laughs> that seems like so. The funny thing is, like, I thought, I thought here it felt like the German people were, and this is totally anecdotal, obviously, were more okay with getting the app than they were with signing the piece of paper. Yeah at the bar and that to me was that to me was weird and i had one guy say to me he's like yeah but if you know that if that anyone can look at that sheet of paper and get my phone number and my address and i was kind of just like yeah but who like who at the bar is like gonna you know and he's like well what if what if you know the somebody at the bar saw that or god forbid the the serving people saw that and you know texted their criminal friend like nobody's home at this house or whatever Mm -hmm. i was like that that seems so far-fetched to me like that seems like something and again to kind of crap on the u.s this seems like something a republican senator would yeah. say to try and scare his constituents Ooh, all these criminal groups are gonna get jobs at bars and they're gonna they're gonna get your address and they'll know when you're not home and then they're gonna come and steal your you know your dvd player or whatever it's the perfect crime yeah exactly it's not complicated to, to, to... sons of anarchy yeah <laughs> it just like that to me i was like that is such a weird you know i mean yeah it's possible anything's possible yeah. but like that seems like someone would Very really have to have an orchestrated plan to do this whereas i was like the paper thing you can't scrape that data set like no one yeah. can scrape that That's data true. set for spamming phone numbers or for you know you get your phone number you get your address and then they start trying to get through your passwords or something like automated big data stuff Mm -hmm. that's the scarier thing to me but yeah there was i don't know german people are very um 
again, just as my stereotype. German, people are very German. Yes. <laughs> and if you've lived here, you know what that means. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even and I don't think call my a... German listeners will be like, yeah, we know what that means. No, that's like I learned don't call a German silly. They do not appreciate being called silly at all. <laughs> <laughs> you, you made quite the impression when you came over here and visited Coleman, let me say. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, they tend to be very privacy. Not to come back. They tend to be very privacy conscious mm. about like not wanting to give up their phone numbers and stuff like this. But I mean, I don't know. I can't. I think the last numbers on the downloads of the app here were like four, 15 million. That's the last I heard. Um, but it had been going up. And I mean, again, this then is like, well, how much, how many people do you need for it to be effective? But also, how many people do you need for it to be effective? But how, how many people do you need to download it and use it properly yeah. for it to be effective? Um, and then the other concern that was brought up here uh, in the German media was poor people can't use it. And a lot of people that, you know, don't have the, because you need an iPhone 6 or, you know, yeah. higher, and then the equivalent, you know, in um, Android. And where we're seeing outbreaks now in Germany um, is in uh, crowded, you know, housing yeah, like- where lots of poor people live and people that work in meatpacking plants, you know, which what, again what, is a sort of lower income job. Yeah, but what, 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 they might not yeah, have. Yeah, but like once again, like this might be a topic for another time, but poor people, do we need them? <laughs> you know, I'd like to explore that. Point counterpoint. <laughs> Coleman, poor people. Do, do we need them? <laughs> There's a there's a, a definition of poor people that you could come up with that I certainly fit right now in my I live like a non-poor person but I am in actuality quite poor so I'm gonna come down on the side of we desperately we need des- poor people listen right I'm now. a desperately yeah. I'm leeching off I'm the government myself shit, so right? I, you know I'm I might want to redact some yeah, of my previous statements on my. <laughs> yeah, let's let's uh wait a second. Am I the only one here that's actually earning his own income? That's a sad state of Yeah, affairs. what has happened? What <laughs> the tables have flipped, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> we I mean, it's talk not like this. Am I getting am I getting paid for these appearances? I keep waiting yeah. for a check to show up. This is like my fourth episode of this podcast I've been on and I haven't seen a dime. Yeah, and you never will. Uh just moving past that one. <laughs> I'm just moving you right tell, this guy's getting this guy's practicing for when he has his own podcast network and ask him everyone's asking like why aren't you paying your employees he's like i never said i'd pay my employees so anyway here's a good mattress i'm on record yeah. yeah 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 what they they it's like an internship they get exposure yeah, yeah that's right yeah, yeah. Oh, getting experience yeah, yeah. exposure no um poor people i'm for them as well because mm. yeah i don't make a lot either <laughs> so, yeah. which is why you guys aren't getting paid <laughs> it's but decided it Pro is poor people it is i think a valid point that it's like are the people that are most at risk going to get this app and use it like if it's just a, something that what did some guy say in the german media like a you know uh safety blanket for the digital elite or something like this which i'm sure sounds way better in german um you know is it even worth it Mm -hmm. like what are we doing here and how much you know how much is government spending on this thing that may or may not work but it's also hey this is a new thing this is the first time we've ever tried it so 
I'm kind of on for that thing too. I'm like, man, I'm gonna, let's give it a go. I'm gonna co-op that name though, Digital Elite. That's like a good like tagline for your LinkedIn. You know, <laughs> entrepreneur, of the digital, digital elite. elite. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a part of the the digital hobo. Yeah, class. yeah, 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 I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm a digital tramp, I guess. Yeah, if, put up like, my. If this thing goes on any longer, hop on a train. Yeah. A couple a couple months from now, if this keeps going on, I'm going to be like panhandling with my Bluetooth yeah. speaker yeah. on Jasper Avenue. Yeah, just try to get a little Bluetooth. No, wait a minute. You're just going to be the digital hobo crashes Zoom meetings. Yeah. And it's just like, who goes? <laughs> Can you donate to my Patreon? Yeah. I, <laughs> I take Bitcoin or whatever, you know? Help a guy like out. and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get a retweet? Digital bagger. Yeah. yeah. There you go. If you're liking this digital hobo content I'm putting out, feel free to put a like down. <laughs> we might have been on, we might have come on to something here. But I mean, uh, you could basically, that's like any Instagram influencer is basically just like a digital. I, beggar, I was going right? to say, like some of those Twitch streamer girls. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just they, don't get why. How are these things? This is another tangent, but how are they making any, like, who is paying for these OnlyFans accounts? Horny, There's so much porn man. for free. Yeah. But the porn is there. It's free. Yeah, but, yeah, but they've burned through that. But I think, I think, want I think something with interaction. It. You get to like. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They get to feel mm. like this person. It's like the guy that goes to the strip club and thinks that yeah. the strippers and, like Yeah, him. exactly. That's another topic. Do the strippers not the like strippers. us? As someone who's been on both sides of that equation, <laughs> <laughs> let me say no. No. No, definitely. <laughs> I think I actually get back on top. I was wondering with these apps, like how much of these like contact tracing apps are they getting ready for the second wave of this thing? Because they were talking for a long time about a second wave, and then I feel like they just kind of stopped talking about it, like they wanted to give us a break or something like that. Yeah. But if everything I've I read before was like this thing's gonna come back again hard in the fall. Yeah. And yeah. if we had everyone signed up like on these apps, that would help, I imagine. I think so. I like, think. I, I think, yeah, like definitely like, you know, when there is the second spike, I will definitely be using the app, you know. I think it's the second spike. Nobody really knows. Right. And you have to have had a first spike. Like, again, let's dunk on the U.S. Yeah, hell yeah, dog. to actually have yeah. a second <laughs> spike. Like, <laughs> you can't just take them under down. plateau and then spike yeah. high. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, this is not their second wave. This is just the way like this is a wave. Like literally, yeah, it just looks like. Just, I mean, if you look at like the data yeah. and the graphs, that looks, that looks like a big wave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> it just keeps getting building. bigger. Jesus, <laughs> not even having been broken um, yet. I think, yeah, second wave. No one really knows, um, but there's you know good reason to believe that as the weather gets colder, yeah, um, that it will pick up. Infections will pick up, and mortality could pick yeah. up. Like it could be more deadly. Um, so yeah, having these things in place makes sense. And like you said, like I, I don't know. It's like use whatever tool you have in the toolbox at this point, right? And if it's gonna, yeah. if it helps, yeah. it helps. If it doesn't help, then in two months we'll we'll hear the reports that you yeah. know it's not really doing anything, and everybody deletes it off their yeah. phone like they did. Uh, yeah, anger yeah birds. whatever. Like I saw some morons tweet just being like, oh, you know. They told us like, oh, we've got to use masks. And then they're like, well, now you've got to self-isolate, you know, and you got to keep six feet. Like, so what is it? And then somebody just tweeted back and be like, well, yeah, it's like a car. Like you've got a seatbelt and airbags and brakes. <laughs> like it all helps keep you safe, you fuckwit. 
Yeah. Well, the other thing is, and like in places like Canada, where our what we did, our social isolation and stuff like that worked, mm-hmm. there's people now being like, it was never a big deal anyway. They we were, didn't have to do anything. They were doomed to have that. That was the fucking point. Like I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> like once. Yeah, everyone like called that 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 was going to happen right away. Yeah, I can't and, remember but, what that's the, the called. But there's actually a psychological term for that. It's like the there's no was that, yeah, that confirmation I, bias. It's not confirmation it's like bias, but it's something like it's that. No, near it. Where it's yeah, where it's like the the actions that you did to mitigate yeah. a disaster then show that there was no you know yeah, it's a fallacy. Yeah. But it's mm. it's been long known of this because this is what the whole anti-vax movement is right. based on, basically. Too is they're just like I don't see any measles around here. Yeah, well, <laughs> there's a reason for that. You know, there's no polio. It's, uh, it's like, well, go to Central Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go check that yeah. out. Go to Pakistan. Yeah, lots of polio. Um. So yeah, I don't know. It, we'll see i mean like i said i wanted to i wanted to be the guy that was like all data privacy and stuff and then i want to thank my friend dom again for slapping a bit of sense into me there in that i'm already exposed yeah you know i'm all i'm already like the guy in those long you know underwear with the butt flap my butt flaps just wide (laughs) open you know exposed to the wind um, you dumb or into some weird shit. Yeah, who's this dumb, <laughs> quote unquote? My dumb slaps some sense <laughs> into me. Exposed my got butt. Got the long johns with the butt flap open. <laughs> is this more of your only it's fans Germany, talk, dude. or is this? This is uh, it's Germany. What do you yeah, guys you do? Want? You don't Good go to proof. Berlin sex clubs on the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, mm, I don't know. I don't know what you guys are doing out there, but in Berta, we keep our butt flaps sealed up tight. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I guess we'll see who's right on the whether it works or not. But again, at this point, it seems to me like, yeah. you know, why not? Why not just do it? So when the Canadian app comes out, you guys are going to get it or what? Yeah, I probably will. Yeah. Um, unless it unless it fucks with your battery life. Yeah, that. Well, we'll see how that goes. To be yeah, completely honest, awesome. I did buy an extension cord the other day, so I can't <laughs> charge my phone from my couch. So. Um, <laughs> But so the, anything, that was a couple weeks after it was deleted. So I really should be back on it now. So if I anything, this whole fiasco has all of motivated you yeah. to buy an extension cord. All of Canada will have yeah. will have the app except for Coleman and the health ministers. will be like, just get an extension cord. Fuck. Just, yeah. Oh, yeah. Coleman. Like, on the phone. Like, can we just get this guy camera? an extension cord? <laughs> <laughs> Coleman's going to be walking well, around and- town with a giant extension cord into his phone back yeah. to his house, wherever he goes, yeah. just like with a spool behind that's him. That's because I'm a digital hobo. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, that's right. maybe, that's, maybe that's the point, though. They wanted to drain your battery so much that you'll have to stay at home and keep charging up your phone, thereby, you know, isolating yourself keeping and keeping you, you out home. of public. You know, it's meant to be a battery. Well, it's then- not doing anything. It's just an app that drains your battery. Yeah, exactly. Well, and to be in the interest of full disclosure, mm-hmm. it wasn't the extension cord wasn't the first idea I had. I did have like one of those uh, mobile power pack things mm. that you can plug into. But uh, the way I I hold my phone, the cord is too short on it. 
So I would have to like lie down all the time and set the power pack on my stomach. And that was very inconvenient. So I deleted the Welcome app. back. To and then I remember that extension cords exist and bought one of those. So it was a, it was a whole thing. There's a whole process that we went through. Because this is an audio podcast, I just want people to know that Coleman actually wrote out a diagram and showed us, yeah. you know, the length. He had specs, the yeah. length of the, the cord for his phone, the exact spot on his stomach that was getting hot yeah. from the battery. He's <laughs> got a... Yes. Oh yeah, I didn't even mention that. It was quite warm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see from the diagram it's like bright red right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor doctor said that this scar will never yeah. heal. <laughs> I will never have chest hair again in that square. Wow. Well, so if the government can yeah, if the government candidate brings out one, I I'm prepared now. I've got my extension cord. I can uh, have the app within uh 10 feet of my my nearest outlet. And when you so leave the house, with- you're just going to turn it off, right? I'd like to say I'm not, but <laughs> <laughs> it depends. If I'll show up to the bar, when I go to a bar or a restaurant, I'll have my cord and be like, you guys got a spot where I can plug this in? <laughs> you could be that jerk. Um, can I get a table by an outlet, please? <laughs> or at least within 10 feet of an outlet? My cord is only I brought my nine. extension cord. Throw one yeah. out. Ooh. <laughs> I can just run from the kitchen. That's not a big deal. Tables. I don't mind. Yeah. So I got to play my. I got to play my video poker. You can't yeah. expect me. I don't to have keep a. My, I gotta make keep money. My phone turned off. Yeah. <laughs> this is the life of a digital yeah, hobo. Digital hobo. Yeah. That's gonna be my rap name, Digital Hobo. Ooh. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad. All right. Well, watch out, Edmonton. Once the app gets once the app gets released, I think it's July second or tenth it's coming to canada so watch out edmonton because coleman's going to be out of the house yeah this, this digital hobo is hitting the streets <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna you know, Facebook target some ads mm. <laughs> to the edmonton region watch out this man is going to be out for the first time in months mm. um switching gears then to from contact tracing and getting out of the house to sports oh how are we going to trace all these athletes keep them under wraps while they're out of the house breathing on each other sweating working out how's this gonna work so sorry i'll let you finish (laughs) i think i think i was just gonna tell you like it's not (laughs) it's not gonna work (laughs) we need another app though like so like when you have you know we've got coronavirus you get a fever correct so if we can monitor mm. the internal temperature of each player via um, a semi-permanent rectal plant that is then tethered <laughs> to a uh, your mobile device, problem solved, via baby. Via extension cord. Yeah, via extension cord. Mm. <laughs> so there'll just be cords you're, running you're, all over the, the basketball court. And, then and everybody the tail, be like, oh, oh, you corona- stepped on my, my oh, 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 you stepped on my cord. Yeah, you yanked it right out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck. I mean, I'm here. It's someone that's uh, been on both that's, sides uh, of that coin. In sports before with a with a rectal implant. It does affect your performance quite a bit. You just you don't have the freedom of movement. That it's like you're wearing really a cup, to. you get used to it. Yeah, that's right. It's very different from wearing a cup. Very different. I can't stress that enough. <laughs> one is external. One is internal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know what they're gonna do in the. Again, I feel like this whole episode is just we got together to dunk on the <laughs> dunk on Dude, the U.S. I'm here for it all day, <laughs> but, baby. 
Yeah. Cesspool. Cesspool. Um, Cesspool. <laughs> Except for Wyoming. I like Wyoming. Oh, yeah, why? Listen, yeah. Wyoming. Wyoming, why going to Wyoming? Wyoming no, Montana, Oregon. No they're there. all fine with me. I've got no quarrel. I see. Yeah. Wyoming probably doesn't even know that coronavirus is the thing yet. Yeah. That the horse that carries the news into the state <laughs> probably hasn't got there yet. They died of corona on yeah. the way. Yeah. <laughs> and the one faithful U.S. Postal Serv- yeah. Service man mm. is still walking. Yeah. All the way there. Um, yeah. I, I, it's something that we all want, That's, right? Like we yeah. all want sports back. People we all want to so see this. Horny but... for sports, man. People are watching soccer in bars here. Like it's like <laughs> people just like, oh, fucking watch anything. Like a packed bar. Like there's this football game on. Your football. Well, that's yeah. I've been I've been waking up at seven a.m. on a Saturday to watch Bundesliga. Yeah, yeah. Well, Bundesliga. Was... To be fair, and Mainz. Shout out to Mainz. We avoided uh, relegation. Yeah. It was close by beating but, uh, we, by we beating my team Bremen. You guys beat yeah, Bremen yeah. down the stretch. I was a uh... we beat we beat Bremen when we beat uh, Frankfurt, and um, we lost to. I'm trying to remember, I'm trying to learn all these. I'm actually getting into Bundesliga now. We lost to another team. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it ended up working out. I do like because you, you can't really compare European sports opening up to what we're doing in North America, because like the basically the sport. The sport leagues are trying three different things, but anything around restarting sports in the states right now is just not going to work because well, it's such a but yeah. Fuck it! I think they're at the point of just throwing caution to the wind, and they will oh, not they don't be seem stopped. To care. Yeah, I don't well, think it's going to stop anything. Here's let me break down the the situation here in in Germany how they did it anyway the protocol because there's different protocols that are being bandied about you know, having all the games in one city or versus, you know, we'll do it in a couple cities or something like this. The Bundesliga basically is operating as normal, but just without fans and with uh, strict rules on what the players are allowed to do. So as far as I understand it, they, you know, they fly to the, or they, however they get Mm -hmm. to the other cities in Germany. So they're still home and away games. Um, they play out the schedule like that. And actually it just finished on Saturday, but, um, rigorous testing. And when they're in a new city, they're basically quarantined in the hotel and then they go to the practice facility or the get or the arena or whatever, and then back to their hotel. Um, there's fines for people who break that or they instantly get, um, uh, 14 days isolation. Yeah, shot. shot. Uh, <laughs> it's not North Korea. Yeah. Geez. You didn't follow um, Proto. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, and I think that they, when they're in their home city, they can go, they can, you know, be as they would be, you know, they, as long as they follow all the rules that are currently in place in German society, which mm-hmm. is mask wearing in public places and social distancing and all that. I imagine that their teams and the league is telling them like, you have like, here's another set of rules that you be very careful. Cause you can't, you know, if one person gets sick, then I think it was up to a doctor's discretion. If one team member got sick, they would actually look at, they would go back and, and look at game footage of that guy to see if how close he was to his teammates and stuff like this. And they would kind of do an investigation. There would be a medical investigation 
to determine whether the whole team had to be quarantined or what members of the team had to be quarantined or if it was just that one guy or or what. And so then they had all these rules, you know, about goal celebrations and everything like this. And so when they handed no out the trophy the at the players. end of the season, yeah, they couldn't. Uh, High they fives? Couldn't, the, the, butt slaps. High fives butt slaps off the table. I think butt slaps are off oh, the table. No. They were trying to get people Ooh. to do. Yeah, I know. I butt slaps might be like the one of the safer ones. It's probably safer than a fist bump at that point. What about, you butt, would think, what about right? butt fisting? Is that off the table? <laughs> Uh... Look, man, the clubs in Berlin are closed. <laughs> yeah, I keep, like, all the no, clubs you're thinking of are closed. Clubs are closed, dude. The clubs are closed. You can't go. Whether you're a there's sports athlete or not, you know. Yeah, there's there's no two tier rules in this yeah. society. Everybody pulls on the same rope over here, regardless. And that's I'm another that rope with a Literally, rope. And so off, the uh, they. <laughs> they finished the season and it went well. Apparently it went well. There was a couple guys that got quarantined at the beginning. I think there's been a number of fines for some players for breaking the rules. I just saw like a couple weeks ago or a week ago, two Dortmund players were fined because they broke hygiene rules, not quarantine or whatever that lockdown rules, but hygiene rules during mm -hmm. a haircut. So I don't know what that means. Oh, I yeah, think you know, they, they probably meant they're mask. getting a haircut. They're supposed to wear a mask or something, and they just didn't. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, it was interesting here because to get the to actually get sports going again, they actually had to convince the public and the politicians. Obviously, mm. the politicians were like, like, really? Is this a good idea? But the minute that they shut down the Bundesliga, one of the heads of the league was like, okay, we got to immediately start working on a plan as to how we're going to bring this back. And for him, what he was saying is obviously it's money. Like it's, yeah. it's a huge moneymaker. And he was trying to be like, well, look, it's 56,000 jobs. Like 56,000 yeah. people rely on this league. So let's do that. And I mean, obviously there's no fans in the stands. So there's no concession. There's no, none of that. But even that, like, but um, go ahead. Um, they did a poll. One of the big uh, public broadcasters here hired a company to do a poll as the Bundesliga was still canceled and they didn't have a plan yet to put it back in place. They were talking about that they were going to, and it was like 49% of people didn't want Whoa. the the football league, to, the soccer league, sorry, to start again, which is huge for Germany. You know, for Europe in, in general, really, like that's how much people were like needed to be convinced that this was a good idea. So the fact that they were able to do it and finish it the way that they did is something. Now, like we were saying, that doesn't seem feasible in the U.S. because while well, here we brought the cases down to a certain level where you could actually be like, OK, we're opening up again. Yeah. There's there's not just a rampant virus spreading everywhere. And even like... Um, yeah, you'd be like, oh, you've got to wear a mask if you go to a thing. They're not, no one, like, good luck. Well, it's, and in North America, they have, like, the three leagues going, or that are going to go, are baseball, hockey, and the NBA. And they're all kind of doing a different thing, because, like, baseball is going to be running, like, the Bundesliga, where, like, every team's going to play in their own stadium, and they're going to fly from I mean, stadium to stadium with no fans, obviously. But also baseball, it's half and, empty. Both stadiums are half full, the whole, like, most games, right? So they, yeah. they should just be allowed to have yeah. fans. Like pretty much every game there's, you know, you know until playoffs, it's yeah. just a half empty stadium. Yeah. They've always been And then the NBA, 
the NBA is going to do like they're going to have their entire playoffs in one hub in Disney World in Florida, which seems like a horrible, horrible it's idea. All, even like you're going to have everyone. You said a bunch of red flags there. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it's <laughs> the worst because they're like, we'll just keep everyone isolated. Like, we'll just keep everyone isolated. Like, you won't be like the players won't be able to go out. So basically, you have to live in Disney World, which just seems like a good idea. But then, like, if one guy gets it, like, picks it up somehow, because you're still gonna have people working there. Yeah, yeah. like food service people and stuff like other. that coming in. Yeah, and then you're just gonna because basketball is like a very you play on a small court. Are you going to have these guys wear masks while they play? I doubt they're going to do that. Yeah. Also, it'd be, so, it'd be so hard to play with a mask. Like, I even tried going, like, for the, yeah, for the climbing gym would, and having like, a mask on is like, man, it fucks up your breathing quite a bit. Like, it's really hard to like, yeah. exercise yeah, with I've, a mask. I've read. Because, like, I've, I've noticed, like, if you're just walking, like, this is when I, the odd time that I have to wear a mask here, like, it's not comfortable, but it's like, it's fine. But if I was, like, it's an infringement on my right doing woman. hard car. Yeah. Well, if you're doing hard cardio, it's probably not a good idea either. And then hockey is going to do, they're going to do two hub cities and they're quickly leading towards putting them both in Canada, I think at this point. Yeah. Which seems, I know Jason Kenny with the Premier Alberta is pushing hard for uh, Edmonton. for Edmonton to be one. Of, did you see the video that he posted the other day? <laughs> I, I, saw, I didn't video, see the video, I but I, I recall oh. seeing the lampooning of it. The video was excellent because it showed like everything that you can do, like how great Edmonton was as a city, and it basically just was was a minute and a half of clips of Banff and Jasper, which are famous for not being in Edmonton. Yeah, world. Well, yeah, <laughs> they're famously three hundred to four hundred kilometers away from Edmonton. <laughs> yeah, and like I get people, people shit on Edmonton and all that, and like people in Calgary think that they live in London compared to Edmonton and how much better it is than Edmonton when essentially it's the same city but just slightly warmer. We don't need to brag about these cities; they're just cities. Ed- exactly. Edmonton's they're number fine. one export is crippling depression. And Calgary's <laughs> number one export is crippling unemployment. Yeah, yeah. You see that train? <laughs> that train's carrying jobs out of Calgary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I love because like their big things are advertising. <laughs> well, and their idea was they're advertising Edmonton as a city for like for this Future. hub and exactly. City of but tomorrow, then like today. these players, the, their big selling point is these players is like you can bring your families up and they can vacation all around Alberta oh. while you're locked in a hotel across the street from the hockey arena yeah. and forced to play hockey. <laughs> but but that doesn't work though because then those. If their families are out and about doing stuff, it's basically just like them going out and about doing stuff. Because if their family gets yeah. sick, then they bring yeah. it back to the hotel, and then everybody gets sick. So it's like... well, and 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 then the big thing, the big thing that's going to happen, especially with the NBA and the and the NHL, because they're going in, they're going to be doing their playoffs. Is what happens when a marquee player gets COVID and doesn't show any symptoms? Do we actually believe that he's going to be scratched? Yeah. If you're in the if you're in the Western Conference Final. And um, say Connor McDavid. That's right. Edmonton will be in the Western Conference Final. Good call, Coleman. This is a very hypothetical situation. This is me. not going to happen. Um, <laughs> but are are you telling me honestly that they're going to scratch Connor McDavid for two weeks? Yeah. Well, what happens when multiple players get tested? So the NHL, obviously, we're all Canadians, so we're focusing on the hockey here. But the NHL opened up their training facilities two teams saying teams can go and start to work out in small groups. So I think it was like five people at a time could sort of be in the gym or on the ice or something like that. Yeah. 
11 people right away tested positive. Well, Tampa Bay, the, the Lightning had to shut down their facility yeah. for like two days so they could go in and clean it because a bunch of people got it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Austin Matthews is training in uh, Arizona, and he actually has it. He, yeah. I mean, and, and the thing is like, I don't know. We don't know all that. Any, any one of these players could die, right? Any one of them could die from getting it. Chant, the chant, like what it looks like is that, you know, they're in good fitness. They have the best medical care. They're probably going to be fine. But think about the equipment guys. Think about the hotel staff that's going to be, you know, housing, well, working for all of these million dollar athletes that are going to have all the, especially if it's in the US and Canada, at least those people will have health care. But, you know, well, most coaches are most coaches in the NHL are around 60. Yeah. And then your mortality rate goes up a lot the closer you get to 60. We can't hear you, Jared. I think you muted yourself. Oh. I'm just saying these uh oh, there he is. <laughs> there he is. These super athletes. He said something so offensive yeah, that yeah. David picked him <laughs> Brad up. Just like bleep me out. No, I was just saying that these super athletes need need to be protected at all costs. And it feeds back into poor people. Do we need them? Can we tr- get robots to run the concession stands? Um Well, I think at this point it's like they're saying perhaps. poor people, we need them to soak up all the infection around That's the true. super yeah, athletes we do need them to be and create like a barrier. Our upper class. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's well, the, shocking well the way they talk about like they're talking about edmonton like it would be such a good thing for the city to be chosen for this hockey tournament i'm like why the fuck are they even having it here like they should have it yeah. in a city like a small city with Winnipeg. like less population it Take doesn't make any sense to have it here yeah. yeah 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 they would love it there they have enough hockey rinks it doesn't like, matter how big the arena is i know there's no one gonna be yeah. there i i, I know right. vancouver applied for it and they got turned down which is like i'm glad like i don't you know, need yeah, more people come they, to them. They got turned down because they didn't, they didn't cave in to, um, there was a, there was some, I think it had to do with asymptomatic team. players yeah. or something like that. There was a rule that they, they weren't going to be allowed to play. And like, I think Alberta rolled over on it. Alberta and Ontario. Also, both we're also getting fucked over by people like Americans coming through here who say they're going to Alaska mm. and then they're just hanging out. Yeah, they're they, going like, Ban- like they're going to Banff, Jasper, like Whistler. You see like American yeah. plates outside, like hiking trails and stuff. There was uh, a number of fines that were just handed out in Alberta because, uh, yeah, they're technically allowed to cross the border if they say they're going to Alaska, but then they're no proof. taking yeah. their sweet time. I think they should like. I've had a- they should have to give ten grand in like escrow, and then once you get to Alaska, we give it back or something. Make a deposit. Yeah, yeah. you need to make a deposit. Then we just keep it. Yeah, then we just keep well, it. I remember <laughs> there was one with the rampant unemployment. Summer- let's just have American followers, dudes that are just you know. Escorts. True. Yeah, good point. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. One summer when I was in Lethbridge, I had a summer job working like at a tourist information stand, and like Lethbridge is the first stop after you cross the border, and all these Americans would stop there on their way to Alaska. And this happened a lot that they'd be like, they'd ask me like, "How far is it? Is it like a day to Alaska?" I'm like, "Do you not know how far it is? Like, it is. You are really, really far from Alaska. I can't stress enough like how far you. If are. anybody like, says that, straight drive yeah. nonstop. Yeah, you just like gotta be like, no, nah, actually, you know what? Like six, not even six hours, man. I think it's about five hours from here to Alaska. Yeah, yeah just like don't me. even don't sweat it, man. <laughs> At that point, just go to Calgary. Like it's pretty close to what you'll find in yeah. Alaska. <laughs> and it happened. Like the first time it happened, I'm like. Okay, this guy's just an idiot. But it happened like three or four more times. Like these Americans would come up and like ask how far they were from Alaska. I'm like, 
very, very you far. You're not on Google Maps? Like, <laughs> like, what's it's wrong with you? How far you are away? <laughs> well, yeah, that's the so thing. What I heard. Like, I get, like, that's the joke, right? And it's true. A lot of Americans don't know geography within their country, let alone out of their country. Yeah. You know, and let alone their, you know, neighbor. But when you left the house, didn't you look at how long it was going to take you? Like, this it's implies to me to that you just, just got in your car and just started driving. And you're just, I'm just going to ask people along the way how to get there. Well, although, that, although that being said, I think people's like, you're driving. Like, I remember being on an island and we're going to drive to the other side of the island to go surfing, right? And like talking to locals, they were like, oh, that's like a two-day trip. And I was like. I remember looking at the map and being like, it doesn't look like a two-day trip. It looks like a six-hour drive. And to them, they were like, Oof, go there and back in a day. That's insane. I was like, well, it's perfectly fine to go like drive yeah. somewhere, hang out, you were in and Europe, then drive back you? across. Like, you know, like just living in Canada, like you're just used to going on everywhere. It's a six-hour drive. Yeah. But I, I imagine Americans are like, are the same in that like, long car trips aren't that big of a thing mm-hmm. as they are say like here in europe where yeah five hours in a car that's a two-day like, trip maybe that's enough for one day yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> well, break well, that up. Sure those americans got those americans because they got caught in banff and find i'm pretty sure they just got to banff and thought it was alaska and they're like my god <laughs> we've made it they're trying to pay <laughs> with american like- money why won't anybody accept this yeah oh no they'll they accept it it's the best scam in Alberta. Yeah. We accept American money, but we accept it on par. Yeah. So we make we yeah, make thirty true. cents on yeah, the yeah. dollar. She ain't too bad. Yeah, but then they were if getting American all our money, money and change. That's true. That's, that's and, and, yeah. And, and when that, and when but, when you give their change back, you just give them Canadian tire money. Yeah, <laughs> they don't really. Like, care. Here you are. Just <laughs> <laughs> be like, this is what the money's like in Alaska. Yeah. And then if you show an American a Canadian dollar, like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, the number is right on it. It's pretty clear what it is. Like, <laughs> I mean, also, apologies. What do you think the five means? On apologies it? to any American listeners right now for just <laughs> mercilessly dunking on your country. Like, yeah, it, it must sorry. be infuriating to be like, time. you know, to be like a, a sane person right now. Well, this is, I had this conversation with a friend the other day, too, here, where we were sitting around being like, can you believe what's happening in America? Um, And what was like, what would it be like to be, you know, in a country or in a location? Because we can't speak for the all, you know, Mm -hmm. it's obviously it's different spots of America are doing better than others. Um, But imagine being in one of those locations where you're like, everyone around you is like, man, there's no problem. There's nothing. It's, it's all fake. It's all fake. And you're just like, you know, like, like, or like being one of those doctors, you know, that's like seeing the people dying on a daily basis. And then you walk, you know, to your car and you go to your neighbor, you know, you're in your neighborhood and everyone's like, man, it doesn't, doesn't matter. You'd be like, it'd be so infuriating. It's like, am I crazy? Like, am I the, like, what reality am I living in? You know? Well, and the, and the weird thing is like, they complain, like it was so bad. Like we're locked in our houses. Like you're not locked in your house. Like it was never like you were chained to your chained to a radiator in your house you're allowed to go outside it's very easy to like go out and like social distance well that's it's not a good that question hard. though actually were they because they the way they describe it and in, in uh when you hear it on the news and stuff about the states in like california and texas and other places they had these the shelter in place orders which i think is their standard sort of emergency protocol like say if there was an earthquake or something like this they just that's the sort of standard you know, executive order that they can do is this shelter in place, which implies don't leave your house. 
but that was the other thing Those is that the- there's so there was so much confusion in a state like t- Texas, for example. Um, again, I'm going off media reports that I I follow that it's like you know you had cities saying one thing and then the governor saying another thing and just like nobody knew what was going on, and now you're you know. So yeah, I mean, but if you this is what you said at the top, Coleman, if you have effective leadership, yeah. that's with cohesive messaging, message. you know, yeah, it's easier you to follow. Deal with this stuff. Well, and it seems like the there's a big difference even in cities, like how you had to react to this. Because if you look at a, like a city like L.A. or New York or even Vancouver, I suppose, where it's just like super densely populated, like just people living on top of each other, like you have to do those shelter in place, and you can't leave, and you have to be rock solid. But most cities in North America are like Edmonton and they're like Calgary where Suburbs. They're, they're cities. But yeah, yeah. they're very because even I, I live on the edge of downtown in Edmonton and it's just not that hard to like not be surrounded by people like there's so much room everywhere. But if you're in the middle of Brooklyn or Manhattan, yeah. there's just people everywhere. So you have to stay. But like you see like these spikes in the states in the southern states right now, it's mostly like in places like Texas It's a very similar population density to Canada. Like it would have been super easy for them to just do the same thing we did and be in the exact same spot we are right now. Well, think about we're like kind of getting Europe too, right? Like Europe is yeah. flat. You know, the population density is huge. I mean, it's not Asia, yeah. but it's it's up there. It's on par. And with yeah, I don't know the numbers, but yeah, sure. But I, 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 I would say like den- I bet <laughs> you like density per like square kilometer, right? And you know, like Paris is the same as New York. Or like oh, Barcelona yeah, yeah. or anything like that, right? Yeah, I could yeah. see that. Um, when you're seeing like, and then the cities like Vancouver and Toronto are good examples because they're closer to like actual cities like London and stuff like that. And they're we're all getting rewarded now for yeah, our good work. Right. We get to go outside and we get to go to we get to go to pubs and you see places like in the states where they didn't do their homework and now bars in Florida yeah, are shut down. Now they got to go to summer yeah. school. It's like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's very easy. It's gonna it ruin your shows, summer, like, dude. There was no surprises. Yeah. Like they told us exactly how this is play gonna play out. There was really no deviation from what they said was gonna happen. There was no like big plot turn or plot twist with coronavirus. No, there really isn't. No, yeah. the mask and, thing was like you know a hiccup at the beginning, but other than that, it's basically you know if you listen to the public health experts, yeah. if you listen to you know competent leadership in your country then yeah it's yeah. God. more or less gone to script i saw some and tweet not a, yeah. well, even, you, some tweet i saw was like well you look at new york city yeah. even like that's it's working out there they, yeah they had a really hard time but they're getting a lot better because yeah, mm-hmm. they, cause they listened it was like you know i think it was a good yeah. situation <laughs> but yeah i saw some tweets it was like whoever whoever did the pr for uh cutting up your six-pack holders needs to do the pr for masks yeah, <laughs> like, I still cut up my six pack holder. Like I don't know why I'm doing this. Did like, I actually do it? Like, did I actually save you know, any? I, I, I have no like, idea, like, but I do it every these... time. Like, you know, yeah, you're saving PR for well, that. The thing is, like, and it's mostly like you see the videos. It's mostly seagulls, which are like the shittiest bird anyway. Yeah. Like, do we, I want to need save to kill more life. more gulls? Somebody who lives in a city with gulls, yeah. those fucking flying rat birds, need to go. Well, you want to do yeah. you want to do your part on that. You know what Boba I heard? Gulls? I heard seagulls carry corona. Ooh. Start spreading that rumor That's out. That's right. Seagulls are going to yeah. be gone. Seagull hits squad. It, it, it did work when um, oh, when Steve Irwin was killed oh, by the that, stingray. that stingray. Was it stingray? He started yeah. dragging stingrays out like, of the ocean. The way, 
Yeah, the way of people reacting, protest. like wading out into the water and beating stingrays to death. It's like, how? You don't know if that was the stingray that killed Steve. Doesn't matter, man. Doesn't As matter. A species, you gotta send a message you know, to the rest of these damn rays. Uh, That's right. An eye for an eye on this one. You take one of our best. Yeah. We're going to take a million of yours. Yeah. yeah. That's how we roll. That's how Human we roll. race. <laughs> so I think, I don't know. I think it's hard to, right now to talk about coronavirus without just piling on the U.S. Yeah, like we right. are. Because like. But they're beefing it just, it so And hard. it just feels so good is like to be from a place where like we just did the work. We did what we're supposed to do. I know. It wasn't hard. Now we're, we're gloating. Well, really. And we're not, yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there was uh, the economics of it are also. I mean, obviously, that's a thing. But this is another reason you can yeah. dunk on the U.S. because at least our government tried. It will. It's not perfect, but at least they tried to bail people out, give people money. We have a competent mm. uh, social security system, you know, of healthcare and everything. Whereas, again, in the states, that's just totally yeah. non-existent, as far as I can tell. And uh, how much money did they spend just to get back to square one? Like trillion? I don't know. Oh, like, like, you mean like the, yeah. the, like bailout that they just gave to companies? It was like like seven yeah, or eight trillion gave- dollars. It was the largest transfer of wealth ever in the history of the United States, and most of it just went to companies, large corporations. Like yeah. with no oversight with no oversight. Whatsoever. It was just a fucking like money grab. Well, people got a check for twelve hundred bucks. And even that, that twelve, that one month, because they, they got have it for to pay one back. month, you get twelve hundred dollars. It's like, I'm like, what does that get anyone? Like, you're not really no, doesn't do anything, but barely cover most people's rent in some yeah. places. And like, what do you do after that? You're still out of a job, and then you've spent all that money, and now you're back to square one. Like, you really accomplished nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's what I'll do so that this isn't a total dunk fest yeah. on um, what have they done right in the U.S. I will go back through this episode, and for fifty percent of the times that we mention the U.S., I'll just sub in Brazil. Brazil, yeah, <laughs> Brazil. <laughs> it's basically the same. Yeah, no one wants to dunk on Brazil because, like, Brazilians are just good-looking people, where Americans are just—they're mm. ugly for the most part. But like, every Brazilian you see is a pretty good-looking person. So no one wants to shit on Brazil because they're like, they're nice. It's a nice place. Well, it is. It is. You see, like the you see the, any any like fat, greasy white person that's protesting hey. having to wear a mask. Yeah. You see him, and you're like, "You're an ugly bastard." And I can say that as an ugly bastard. I can like <laughs> a fisherman sees another fisherman, he knows from across the yeah, pond. Game recognizes game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one, no one has sympathy for the U.S. You guys fucked this up. This is on you. Yeah, yeah that's the other thing that's kind of you know sad to see yeah. is because we all you know we've all visited the u.s we've all it's had a great, a great time like going the down there, man. and the people are like exactly you know most people of. you meet down there right. are amazing yeah. people great people but uh they got some work to do they definitely got some work to do and so bringing it back to the sports <sighs> florida was a bad choice obviously yeah but i think ob- it was it was going to be there because well they have the facilities in in Disney World they have all these like hotels and it's a tourist place so they have the facilities there but I feel like it was also just that the governor there and the, we're just like yeah eh, we're not closed who gives a fuck everyone else is closed we're open come by do the stuff way here come Florida's here. got ten thousand new cases in the last twenty four hours yeah yeah well they would they set a That's record one for fourth cases of on all Wednesday, yeah Thursday Saturday today. 
Like that's one so fourth of all fr- cases Friday in was the United good, States. I think. Like United yeah. States, like, they have like roughly like now it's like around forty five thousand to fifty thousand cases a day. You know, yeah, it's absurd. So and then Florida's putting up some serious numbers. <laughs> <laughs> the idea, what? the idea of creating a bubble in these cities, you know, like and because that's what they always said, we'll create this bubble and we'll have the players come and they'll they'll play and within the bubble. It's like when the when the, the everything is burning outside of the bubble, like how safe can yeah. the bubble be? Right and Let's use my other thing. You're going to have bubble trouble, 100%. Um, Oh, you're going to have definitely trouble with that bubble. (laughs) Thank you, Coleman. (laughs) My, uh, as we could start to wrap it up here. uh, But my my other question would be, how much do you trust the athletes, young guys with tons of money that are used to just partying and doing what they want, how much do we mm-hmm. trust them to stay in that bubble? This was something they talked about with the Bundesliga, and it seemed to work well. But if I was going to be ranking, let's rank the North, the North American sports as to which ones you think are going to be the most responsible. Yeah. That's a tough one. I don't know if you want to get in on yeah. that. Well, um, NHL, I think, will be most responsible. Yeah, I go NBA, I think, is going to have trouble. Yeah. Football, well, I think baseball, 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 they're going city to city. Yeah. Baseball, city to city. And they have large teams with a large yeah, number of large, staff. Big, big roster. Yeah, big yeah. roster, a lot yeah, of trainers. 20, I looked into this. There's 20, 25 players on the on an active roster, plus all the hitting coaches, plus equipment managers and all that. And even the, the hub system in, in Florida, it's like you, you're just still going to have people working there coming in from the outside, right. I would imagine. You could test them, and like, but... Florida has been like testing people for a while and it doesn't seem to catch anything. Yeah. Well, they're catching lots with their tests. Just not doing <laughs> anything about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I would say I think NBA or I think baseball is going to have the most trouble just the way they're going to have it set up. You're, like, you're flying from city to city. They're just going to have these guys in a hotel and then take them to the, to the, the stadium. But, is, are, are these guys like and for most of the, their cocaine yeah. guys aren't going to be are they going to test the cocaine guys when he shows up at the hotel because yeah. you know they're doing that they got all sorts of yeah. money yeah where's are they going to make one nightclub where they can all go to in the hub yeah. city to yeah they, you know, pop they, they test all the, yeah they they test yeah. all the strippers and like yeah bring them in <laughs> what's it well we'll see because it seems like they're charging forward with these plans and i get it there's a lot of money on the line and a lot of people want to see it happen and you know germany's over here being like hey we did it with the bundesliga so everyone's going to point to that to uh see how it goes but we'll see we got to wrap it up jared's got a ferry to catch all right uh thanks dudes uh it's fun as yeah, always thanks, chatting with you and uh we'll do it again thanks everyone for listening Everyone go and get their extension cords. <laughs> Just had to get that in there. There you have it. Many thanks to Coleman and Jared for joining me on the show. And as always, thank you to you, the listener. We appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in. Rate, subscribe, comment, review, all that good stuff. Follow us on Twitter at 2 brad for you Instagram at 2 brad for you You can find me at B Van Paradon on those platforms. And you can get in touch with the show at the website, 2BradForYou.wordpress.com. Leave us your thoughts. Leave us your comments. Leave us your questions. We'd love to get a little feedback, get a little back and forth going with you guys. So please do um, get in touch any way possible. Other than that, stay safe. 
we love you. Thank you for listening. And we will catch you next time. Bye for now.